Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hollywood and Vine. Minnie's Holiday Dine. Our first character dining experience since the pandemic began. We're going to give our opinions on all the good, the not so great, and everything in between right now. Let's, Let's hop to it. something that we normally don't get to do and actually we've never done before yeah that was really cool i'm really excited to talk about this because first off this is something that a lot of people haven't gotten to experience yet especially after the pandemic bringing this back and also um there aren't really a whole lot of things that we really talk about that we've never done before especially with everything that's still going on as they come back, we'll get to do them. But I feel like we this was a really cool opportunity for us. It was. We had our opportunity that Danny spoke about to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios with her family. Shout out to Mom. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to Megan. Which we will talk about their visit um, soon. Yes, in a, in a very, uh, very near future episode, we'll be discussing sort of how we went from florida disney visiting to having to snap into vacation mode again the way that we consume disney have you like it's it's very different it's very different (laughs) but yes so that's a future episode so stay tuned for that but we did have the pleasure of having danny's family in this past week and we consumed some food with them we did and we had an opportunity to go to disney's hollywood studios to visit the hollywood and vine restaurant for minnie's Hollywood and Dine. Hollywood Dine. Hollywood Dine. There's no and in there, Danny. Come on. <laughs> There's too many things. Yeah, right. It's Disney's up. Hollywood Studios. It's Hollywood and Vine. And it's Minnie's Holiday Dine. So let me ask you, had you ever eaten at Hollywood and Vine before? That was the first time I had ever gone in that restaurant. Same here. Now, have you ever eaten at the one next door? Uh, Primetime the, Cafe? The Primetime Cafe. I've not eaten there either. Usually when I do sit-down restaurants, it's not at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, we'll have to maybe do that one at some point, and, too. And let me preface the fact that I do not like the sci-fi dining theater. I've been there three times, and I don't My really like My family loves that. Like, I if just, we hadn't gotten done Hollywood and Vine, we would have been there, and you would have eaten there a fourth time. The, the experience could be so much more, and the food is wildly mediocre. But oh. that's another episode for another wow, day. Wow, that, that was so nice of you to say. Right? I know. <laughs> I do what I can. The only one that I don't see myself going to anytime soon is um, the Hollywood Brown Derby. Yeah. yeah. I always hear it's like $90 for like a muffin. Like in the Cobb salad is what everybody raves about. Like I'll go make my own Cobb salad. Mean, <laughs> I don't even want a Cobb salad. <laughs> you can keep your Cobb salad. Yeah, Cobb's. I like Cobb salad. Oh, well, you can eat your Cobb salad for $175 <laughs> and... <laughs> I'll sit outside and, you know, get a refill of popcorn for like a dollar. Right. Yeah. That is <laughs> that that's that would be my goal. For real. But for this episode, we are going to talk about how we got to go to Hollywood and Vine. And this one was really special because they are currently um, not looking like they normally do. There is a Christmas overlay that is happening. So we have. All of our characters dressed up. We got different menus, and we're going to talk about that. And first off, where is this located, Bill? So, um, Hollywood and Vine, I keep looking at Minnie's Holiday Dine, and I want to say that, but Hollywood and Vine is located actually right when you're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, 
before you get to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in the Chinese theater, you go left towards uh, Gertie, uh, the dinosaur, and the Christmas tree that's out in the in the pond there. And it's right there on your left. It's the first restaurant right on your left. If you hit Indiana Jones, you've you gone too, too far. far. <laughs> but yes, so it's right there. Um, I feel like you could miss it if you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. You could definitely walk by it, and I definitely have several times. And until recently, I didn't really know where it was until I was looking at a map. And it's like, oh, that's where that is. Oh, okay, interesting. And before we actually went there, um, our group had separated. And when we had we were meeting right in front of there, and I was like, is this it? I think this is it. So even though I feel like we're there all the time, I still question whether I was it, in the right spot. It doesn't have like in your face spectacular, you know, a, like a sign that says, you know, Hollywood and Vine. It's very, you know, it goes along with the theme of Hollywood Studios. It's kind of just kind of laid back and retro looking. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, but like Danny was saying before, the Minnie's Holiday Dine is a Christmas layover, and it actually goes from November 6th through January 4th. So if you guys are listening to this, you have another month or so to be able to experience Minnie's Holiday Dine. Right. And, you know, we're going to give you our honest opinion, the good, bad, you know, ugly, who knows? But we'll we'll get the to that pretty. in just a minute. Maybe yeah, the pretty. Definitely some pretty, for sure. But uh, more so expanding on what Danny was saying, uh, Hollywood Vine does have themed dining year round there's a halloween dine that goes from september 25th through november 5th Spooky. and then there's a springtime dine in march there's a summertime dine and and all different kinds of themed dinings a silver screen dine in january um so yeah silver screen dine. there's That's... all different kinds of dining experiences at hollywood and vine so if you're looking for a fun sit down experience themed. with characters yeah go for it now, first thing we I want to talk about is the check-in experience. Yes. So normally when you check in um, at a Disney, you know, meal experience, a character dine, you're kind of in a big group of people. Everybody's trying to check in. Everybody's right. excited. It's busy. It's a little crazy. For this, they've actually made it so you can check in on your phone. So you can check in up to 20 minutes before your actual dining reservation. Correct. And then it sends you a notification once your table is ready. So I actually did this. I, I hit check-in. I put how many people were there. It asks if you have any allergies, if you're celebrating anything. Yep. You know, I always put that we're celebrating something and nobody ever says anything. Yeah, I don't know. L- like literally every time. I wonder yeah. why they actually ask that. I know. Why do you ask? I wonder if it's like a young kid's birthday or something. They might do something. But we've gone for our birthdays. We've gone for our anniversary. But we're not young kids. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize You're not that- at least. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you are right or behind me. For those of you who don't know, Danny's five months older than I am. Oh, yes. Five whole months. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, but they do ask. They ask you if you're celebrating something special. So I would like to think that they look at it. And I don't know if maybe they just see that everybody is celebrating something special. So sure. they don't maybe acknowledge it. Yeah. But, um, you know, they, again, they ask for if you need anything accommodating. So after we checked in. Really quickly after that, they let us know our table was ready. We walked up to the table and they immediately walked us into the restaurant. And one thing that's a little bit different is normally when you go to a character meal, they usually have some place where you can take a picture for some places and they'll have a photographer yep. or a Disney cast member will be like, hey, like I'll take your picture for you. But when we walked in, they had a nice little sign that said Minnie's Hollywood Dine. And the cast member specifically said... 
okay, if you want to stop and take a selfie, you can do it here. Yeah. And, you know, that's something I've never heard. I thought that was weird. I thought I've never heard that before. So we did take some photos there. I think they came out great. Yeah, we took some photos with our phones. You know, I, you know, because it was Danny's family, you know, I hopped in a couple of pictures, but I hopped out and was the cameraman for, for a good chunk of them. You are an excellent cameraman. And, you know, I think they turned out really good right in front of this giant set that they had built right at the entranceway. Right. But uh, not a lot of room to put your bags down out of the way. Yeah. And not a lot of room to really stay out of the way, period. Right. Uh, because it's literally right in the passageway of the servers and the characters. And, and you know, you just kind of got to hope that nobody's going by while you're doing your business. Right. Well, we did get to take photos um, one thing before we talk about all the good stuff and all the wonderful stuff and the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Um, let's talk a little bit about cost and if there are any discounts available. Sure. So this is a little bit of a pricier dining experience, uh, mainly because the characters are there currently. And it goes for $59.99 per adult and it goes for $36 for a child. And uh, before everything happened in March, this used to be a buffet. And you would go up and, you know, you'd have your, your choice of the litter. You'd have, um, you know, everything from shrimp mac and cheese to all different kinds of things that you could choose. And uh, the kids had their own little things, sort of like Chef Mickey's or any other, you know, buffet experience that you had. Right, right. And you go up and get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Now it's a family style sit down dining experience where the server brings everything to you. What discounts are we able to get on this? Uh, so the only ones, and I asked specifically, I said, you know, do you guys have any annual pass holder or even cast member discounts? You know, just so we could report back to you guys. And he did say that there was no cast discount, but they did offer a 10% annual pass holder discount. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's better than nothing. It's better it's, than nothing, it's for o- sure. It's always great to have a discount. Especially because, you know, like I said, it's fifty nine ninety nine for an adult. And if you have... Uh, but it's per adult. That's six bucks per person. So yeah. you know that that adds up. You got four or five people, and you're looking at you know almost thirty bucks. And at thirty six dollars a kid, that's I mean, I think a happy meal costs like three sixty. So you know that's the cost of a happy meal sure. off of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a happier meal. A happier meal, yeah. But I I definitely enjoyed this, and I think the cost was pretty on par with most Disney meals. I mean, yeah. it was it a little bit more expensive. At least the character dining experiences. Right, right. Now, like you said, it used to be a buffet. Um, I would really like to talk about the food options yes. here. So this is where we kind of really want to focus, because it was a dining experience. And uh, so, like I said, it was family style. However, it was only for the beginning part with the uh, the unlimited salad and the uh, the bread and butter and stuff that they brought out to you. Right. So you could have as much of that as you wanted. And there was a choice between two different salads. Um, one of them was a farmhouse tossed salad bowl that had mixed greens, tomatoes, cucumbers, red onions, cornbread croutons, which were way better than I thought they would be. Those were crunchy and delicious. Yeah. And then homemade smokehouse ranch dressing. And there was also a vinaigrette that we got right. on the side as well. And then the other option for family style salad was a plant-based chopped salad, which had mixed greens, tomatoes, cucumbers, red onions, focaccia croutons, and plant-based ranch dressing. Now, when I read that, I wasn't sure if I wanted to try it. Yeah, I I'm just... I'm not sure what plant-based ranch means. Here's the thing. The biggest difference was the croutons and the dressing. And so cornbread croutons sound more fun to yeah. me. 
And then love cornbread. Yeah, and then a smokehouse ranch dressing. That was actually really good. It was good. Um, so I'm sure if they had been like, hey, you know, if we had said, hey, can you bring out the plant-based ranch dressing for us to try? We, we could have, but we didn't need like three bowls of dressing <laughs> for the table, especially right. for something that we were just kind of munching on until they brought our food. Exactly. And that was pretty much your run-of-the-mill salad. You know, we had tongs. We were, you know, sharing it amongst the family. And I had a couple of plates of it, and it was good. You know, like I said, the cornbread croutons were the star of that salad for me. Uh, and then the ranch dressing was really good, too. And then, you know, just your, it was like a spring mix. It was like a mixed greens. One thing that I really did like, I thought it brought a little crunch to the salad, was the cucumbers. Yeah. I don't know if you really like that, because I know you're not big on cucumbers in your sushi. I'm not a huge cucumber fan. Yo, God, no. No, no. <laughs> keep that out of my sushi. <laughs> well, I, I really liked it. I felt like it brought a really fresh crunch to it. So yeah. I wish there had almost been a, a couple more, but I a good salad. I would say a good start to the meal. Absolutely. And so uh, after the start to the meal came the the entree portion of the of the dining experience. And what were our options? So with this new modified experience, like I said, it's not a buffet anymore. So you had the family style salad and bread, and then every adult at the table would choose an entree from a list of six different entrees for themselves. So it wasn't family style like we had at Chef Mickey's where they brought over everything at once and then more of whatever you wanted you just had to pick one thing and go with that right and so there were six different options like i said there was a garlic and cracked black pepper prime rib which sounded really good to me i was really torn on that one um, there's a seared fresh salmon with green mustard and beurre blanc um, <laughs> there's a pork asobuco there was macaroni and cheese with shrimp there was carved herb roast turkey breast, and then obviously a plant-based option. There was a plant-based pan-roasted king trumpet mushroom plate. Ooh. Now, one thing that I did want to mention is, first off, for those of you who said when you were listening to this, the prime rib, it sounded good. Why didn't you get it, Bill? Um, for me, I thought that sounded good, too. Yeah. But it came with fried Brussels sprouts. Yeah. That, that sounded that sounded iffy. And I'm sure you probably could have substituted it for something, but probably. But um on the side of that it, there was sour cream chive whipped potatoes, which sounded kind of good. And then the fried Brussels sprouts and then there was onions with red wine juice and uh or juice, I guess you should say cuz juice sounds like orange juice, <laughs> but it's in like it's au juice. Like, I have been known to like some red wine juice. <laughs> well, actually, pink Moscato wine juice. There, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was really torn between that and the macaroni and cheese with shrimp. And I'm, I'm sure I've said it on the show before. I'm a sucker for mac and cheese. I'm a mac and cheese connoisseur. He is a mac and cheese connoisseur. And anytime I see any sort of appealing mac and cheese on a menu, I'm going to get it. And this one was my favorite type of pasta with mac and cheese is cavatappi. And then there was a four cheese sauce. There was shrimp, crispy bacon with a buttered panko crust. And then there was some fennel and arugula that I removed immediately when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> I don't want salad on top of my mac and cheese when I just had two plates of salad. That's definitely fair. Well, the salmon uh, sounded good to me. Yeah. The turkey sounded good to me. The turkey was basically like a Thanksgiving dinner plate. For sure. And then the mac and cheese. All of those were kind of in my like, ooh, I could probably get those. Um, I didn't go with the salmon because I really didn't want to have to substitute the potatoes for anything else. Yeah. I wasn't really sure what I wanted. Right. And lemon broccolini to me sounds like too a little too citrusy. And then... um. 
but I mean, I think all of these things I would enjoy if I actually got them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the turkey breast, my biggest thing is sometimes it's hit or miss. Oh, it's very with, hit or with miss. things like stuffing and you know green beans mm-hmm. and the mashed potatoes corn like all of that stuff it needs to like it's, i don't know i just feel like sometimes it's really really good and sometimes it's you know not the way that you're used to eating it right and then therefore you don't really like it so i also went with the mac and cheese with shrimp so one of the best things about doing this review for you guys is actually we got to see what the carved herb roast turkey breast dinner looked like. And we got to see what the seared fresh salmon with grain mustard beurre blanc looked like right. as well. Because Danny's family, you know, two of them ordered the salmon and one of them got the uh, turkey breast. Now, the ones who ordered the salmon absolutely loved it. See, my my only thing with salmon at a restaurant is A, seafood is usually way more expensive than it should be. Sure. And B, it's usually not nearly as much as it should be portion wise right but the portions seem to be decent there you go and so when it, when it came out the portion of the salmon while still not huge was much bigger than i thought it would be right and so they definitely got their money's worth you know they they both enjoyed that salmon and then megan's plate the carved herb turkey breast um was a giant plate of food <laughs> was, yeah like, and megan megan's like you know the, the tiniest of the five, all of us. <laughs> and she's got this giant plate of food in front of her. And it's like, oh my God, she's got a Thanksgiving feast. Well, it's funny because I did try some of the stuff off her plate because she was kind of like mentioning like, oh, this tastes like this. And one thing she mentioned, the turkey, on point. It was good. If I could eat that all the time, I would. I would probably take lots of naps, but <laughs> I would eat it. tryptophan. Yes. Now the mashed potatoes, I think I don't. I actually didn't try the mashed potatoes. I didn't either. But the cornbread stuffing um, was sweet. Really? Yeah, and that was one thing she had said. She goes, "Oh, the cornbread mm-hmm. is sweet," and I guess it had like cranberries in it. Okay. And so she said it was good, but it was sweet. And personally, you know how I am, and if yeah. you're listening, I get kind of like eh, about stuff that shouldn't be sweet. Right. That is sweet, and it was really good, but it just wasn't. Um, you have to, it has to almost maybe be familiar with like cornbread stuffing you've had before. Yeah. But she loved her plate. Now, let me um, ask you, how did you like your mac and cheese? See, like I said, I'm a sucker for mac and cheese. I'm a mac and cheese connoisseur. While it wasn't one of the, it wasn't the best mac and cheese that I've had, it was still very, very good. And when he brought it out, I looked at it and I was like, hmm, that's a decent sized portion. And by the time I was finished with it, I was Full, right. It was a, uh, it was like an oval shaped bowl that was full to the brim, and uh, there was a lot of pasta in there, and surprisingly, a lot of shrimp. That was the best thing about that. Um, because like my favorite part about, sorry to interrupt you, but my favorite part about that was when he brought it out. There was like four or five nice looking shrimp cooked on the top of it. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, that's all the shrimp I'm gonna get. But as I mixed it and started eating it, there was at least ten more underneath. Yeah, I I was very happy with the amount of shrimp um, because, like you said, normally when you get something with shrimp, it's like what you see is what you get. (laughs) Um, The thing that I would like to say about that is this is something I normally don't say about things, but put more bacon in it. Like, like I really enjoyed the bacon mixed with the cheese. Yeah, Um, it was like thick cut the cubed bacon. Now, the cheese, I don't know what the four cheeses were. It doesn't say, but... They were pretty good. They were good. Um, it was missing a little something. 
and you said salt. <laughs> well, like a like a salt or a seasoning. It was a missing or, like a taste. Yeah, and I would agree with that. It was very creamy and it was very good, but it wasn't. It didn't have that bite to it. In hindsight, I feel like if I ate that again, I would probably ask to bring salt just to throw a little sure. in there and yeah. just kind of give it that extra like Oomph. rise to the top. Yeah, and but I absolutely loved this it was cooked beautifully the shrimp was cooked beautifully everything that was brought to our table was delicious it was now we did get one more thing to the table and i really want to talk about this because this was actually quite the surprise yes go ahead so you get a choice of dessert when you do this and there was five options yes and there was five of us tell us uh, well there were five options oh yeah five options five of us but one of them we didn't go with. We, we passed on it. But let's talk about those options. So there was an apple blueberry pie. There was a chocolate s'mores pie, a banana cream pie, a vanilla creme brulee, and a plant-based cherry lemon pie. Now, can you guess which one we passed on? Uh, the creme brulee. Oh, you're a liar. I am a liar. It was the plant-based cherry lemon pie. We decided to pass on that as a group, but we decided, because a lot of us at the table really like creme brulee, Two of us got creme brulee, and then we got everything else to try as a group. Now, what would you say about the desserts, and what was your favorite dessert? They were very unique, and it was almost like a, it was almost like a deconstructed piece of pie. They were so pretty. They were, they were beautifully plated, and so it was like a like a bottom like a triangle of crust, and then there was like the filling, and then another triangle piece of crust laid on top of it. And then um, the uh, there was like a whipped cream and uh, other things that were in there. And then another piece of crust laid in a different direction on top of it. Now, I can't really describe that that well without showing you a picture, but it kind of looked like, looked like, a, like a leaning tower of pie almost. Good thing we do have photos. We do. We do. And we'll post those on our social medias as we, um, after we post this episode. But uh, what was your favorite of the four that we tried? So here's the thing about me. Anytime my family would visit Disney World um, when we were living in Texas, one place that we always hit was we would go and get creme brulee right outside of where, um, oh man, the plant ride is. I am blanking out right now. Living with the land? Living with the land. Uh, Seasons? The, the, is it the land? Is Maybe that's what it's no, called? No, the land is the pavilion. Oh, the land it's, is the pavilion. Uh, God, I can't think of it. Seasons something. Yeah. Well, they have an amazing creme brulee. And so I would always be like, I want to get my creme brulee from Disney World. And so I would always get that. This creme brulee kicks that creme brulee's butt. Sunshine Seasons. Okay. Sunshine Seasons. Yes. Um, the vanilla creme brulee was absolutely delightful. It was really good. I could literally like, I wish I could have that whenever I want to. One of the weirdest things about creme brulee too is when you go to eat it, and you break through that caramelized sugar. You break the glass. It feels like you're breaking glass and yeah. then eating glass. Yeah. It's like the Grinch. It's <laughs> delightful, though. I uh, I really like that creme brulee. It was and, delicious. And I tend to be very picky about creme brulee. That might be the best creme brulee I've had on Disney property. That, that creme brulee is like my kind of dessert. It's not too sweet, and it's not like super rich, and it's smooth and creamy, and you know, it, I'm, I'm a big fan. So what was your favorite dessert? That The creme brulee was probably my favorite dessert, but I personally chose the banana cream pie because I like banana-flavored things. Right. And that was very good as well, but I would definitely choose that creme brulee over the banana cream pie. 
Now, one thing that I did find interesting about the um, the desserts is they were plated beautifully. So, like when you saw them, you were like, "Wow, it's a work of art." Yeah. But the actual crust was like kind of um, lacking in flavor. Yeah. So you could say that for sure. Yeah. I, I think it was very a little bit bland. So I do think that if you you go to this and whether it's you know Christmas or anything else, if they have a creme brulee on the menu. Go with that one. It's absolutely the best option. One way I would kind of describe that crust is if you had like a choice of two cookies on a table and you had you were blindfolded, but you knew there was a shortbread cookie and, and a a sugar cookie there and you're expecting to taste the sugar cookie and you got shortbread. Sure. It just just not a lot of punch, not a lot of flavor, but it was still it was good. Well, do most crusts really have a lot of flavor? Well, or some do. Oh, depends see, on I, how you make them. I feel like we, I like we don't eat like a lot of. Well, you, you know, have a piece of pumpkin pie or or a piece of cheesecake. I feel like it usually has some decent flavor. Yeah, I guess that's true. But that's like a, usually like a graham cracker crust, not yeah. like a a pie crust. Yeah, it was a very generic, you know, just kind of milk toast for a lot of lack of a better word. No, I will say that all of the um, <laughs> the insides of the pies Ooh. that were between the layers of the like the crackers uh-huh. was they were like very sweet very yeah. flavorful so it did have if you're into pie or like especially you especially like, that apple blueberry pie oh see i thought the chocolate one was the sweetest oh really yeah but i mean regardless Maybe it's because the tartness of the blueberries yeah i mean i'm not really sure but i, I again creme brulee regardless is the number one that we should be trying absolutely so that was our full dining experience as far as the food goes. But we have a couple other things that we wanted to touch on as far as the full experience at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Hollywood and Vine, Minnie's Hollywood Dine. Well, it's Holiday Dine. Holiday <laughs> Dine. Damn, <laughs> almost got it. <laughs> but this was a character interaction. We haven't it talked was. about that at all. That's exactly what I want to touch on. Um, so it's funny because like I'm this has been the most interesting character interaction that I've ever gotten to experience so um first off let's talk about who was there so it was mickey minnie we had mickey minnie goofy uh pluto pluto and so just i almost almost said donald but it was pluto yeah you always expect donald to be there like he's the part of the the group when you know when when somebody asks you to list off the fab five you're like mickey minnie donald pluto goofy yeah so i just forgot that uh Donald wasn't there. Yeah, and all of our friends were dressed in their holiday best. They were. So the difference about this character interaction was this has been modified to be socially distant. Yes. And it was. It was a very, very interesting experience. To say the least. So what they were doing is they were having the characters walk around, and they would actually come six feet away from your table... At weird angles. And wave and dance and twirl and pose. But it was interesting because you were still within like six feet of another party. Like they were they were six feet away. So they were also interacting with the people around you. Right. And then they would wave goodbye and walk away. And I would say each character came to the table for maybe a minute. Oh, God, no. No. no way. It was like max 30 seconds. Okay. Well, I, uh, and even when I asked to take a video, they would be like, pose, 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 goodbye. Um, and it, we didn't really get very many photos with right. them. So the whole 
appeal of doing character dining at Walt Disney World is taking pictures with the characters, not taking pictures of, of the, the characters. characters. Yeah. Now, I understand with the socially distanced thing, you know, everything's going on. You know, they can't come over right to the table and they can't pose with you. They can't touch you. They can't do anything like that. However, there's a, there's definitely a better way to do this experience. Sure. And from what I saw from our character experiences and the pictures we got with the characters, um, the first one was a terribly failed selfie on my part <laughs> where... I was, uh, Danny and I were on the inside on a, you know, like a booth style seating where her family were in chairs on one side and Danny and I were in like the, the squishy booth part. And um, I, f- I forget who it was that came over first, but we, uh, her, her and her family kind of crammed on the other side and I held my left hand up trying to take a picture of me with my giant head in the front with their with her family way in the background and then Mickey way further in the background and it was just an epic fail of a photo. <laughs> it's not and an epic fail. So for the five of us to get into a photo because you can't ask the cast members to take your phone or anything anymore, um, it was nearly impossible. Yeah. And you know, we we got some slightly better photos as the meal went along where I just took the photo for them because it was a family thing. Uh, family experience and those came out a little bit better but the characters themselves weren't exactly you know super into yeah taking photos with you whereas they were just kind of there and posing and doing like their classic you know Minnie would grab her dress and do like a little curtsy or like mickey would do his thing like hands on his hips and you know do that stuff let me ask you something do you feel like they were staying there for a certain amount of time because it almost seemed like they were afraid of people getting up and trying you know what i mean like yeah i I could see that that was almost what it felt like to me it almost felt like they were being there for a certain amount of time so that it was like super obvious and so that parents weren't like oh just go ahead and stand next to mickey or minnie and we're just gonna get a quick photo right like they were it almost felt like they were like see me okay now you see me now you don't kind yeah. of like a thing oh yeah totally now let me ask you overall when it came to the character experience um well before i forget they also did come out and do a little dance yeah there was a <laughs> there was a two segments where two of them came out at a time and doing like their little dances and you know there, there would be a, a pre-recorded announcement that came over the restaurant pa system where it was like when you when you hear let it snow you're going to l- do like the little rain thing with your fingers right. and make it make it snow with your fingers and then you would do it along with the characters and that was cool that was fun and interactive yeah but that was really the only kind of personal touch you really had with the characters at this experience right now okay so tell me yes. what do you think i'm going to be honest tell yeah me. no no what do you think was your experience with the characters and what would you do differently um i <laughs> I think, like I said before, part of the character experience for dining is to get pictures with the characters. So what I would have done differently is maybe, you know, figured out a different portion of the restaurant to take up for that giant set where we took a picture when you walked in and sort of do a like a socially distanced photo opportunity with the characters as you're checking in. Okay. Where, you know, they can stand further into the background and you guys... You know, the family or whoever's taking the picture, you know, can either 
sit at a table in the photo or something. And so the characters are standing behind you and take that photo and, you know, Minnie's, you know, Holly, holiday dine signage behind you. And that's a great little photo. Hey, yeah, we went to that thing. That was fun. But you literally had no opportunity to get video or photos of yourself with the characters. And I found that tremendously disappointing. Sure. Um, I do think that getting personally, I think getting to sit down with my family and be around the characters, you know, it was special and it was a, a, a new experience. Um, I do agree with you. I think that, um, it needs to be run a little bit differently. I think that I would have been ex- like fine with the way that they ran things right now. Like, hello, like from a distance. If what they did was when you checked in, you either had the characters like behind glass or like a plastic, you know, something, a divider. Yeah. Or I don't know if you've seen where, um, so the San Antonio Zoo is actually doing Santa photos right now. And what they're doing is in the sleigh, there's a like a plexiglass divider. Santa is on one side and your family is on the other side. And so when you take the photo, you actually can't see the plexiglass. Oh, that's cool. And so you're getting your Santa photo, but it doesn't look like it's 2020. As you long know, as it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but like because yeah. you're facing it from like the side, you can just almost see like a line. And, oh, and that, oh, so it was from the side. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. like if how you and I are sitting right next to each other, if there was plexiglass right between us. Uh-huh. And if we looked forward and somebody took a photo from right in front you'd of just us, see us clear you'd line just see kind of like this line right here. Okay, I got you. So I think that Disney, shout out to Tim Morrow, he is a genius. Um, sh- I think that they should take, you know, kind of those tips from them because if you could almost do a family photo with the whole gang, you know, in what scenario would you get a photo with Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Pluto? And get that photo with them on one side and your family on the other side. And let's say you get three or four minutes to, you know, take a couple photos. And then, hey, you're on your way. Next family. And then they walk around and they wave. So that's a great idea. I love that idea. So I just wanted to bring up one more thing that kind of irked me about this experience as far as the characters go. Okay. Because in our portion of the restaurant, in the room part of the restaurant we were in, I think there was like five other tables, maybe, Mm -hmm. because they were all socially distanced and spread out. For that fact alone, for the fact that the characters only stayed with you for 20 to 30 seconds at a time, Mm -hmm. was really disappointing. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like the old days of Chef Mickey's where you had tables on top of tables on top of tables, where, you know, to make a rounds in an hour and a half, you got to do, you know, 20 seconds with each table. Sure. So the... for 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 Disney to charge the fifty nine ninety nine for an adult and even thirty six dollars for children for this experience, I thought that the character portion of it was not worth it. So let me ask you this: If that was your only opportunity to get up close and personal with the characters, would it be worth it then? Um, in my mind, I think it would be a little more worth it. But like I like I said again, that price point is is a lot for you know harping the fact that it's character dining and not getting even remotely close to the experience that you used to. And again, I completely understand why we're not getting the experience, but taking characters away cut Chef Mickey's price in half. And it was delightful. And it was great. So I I would almost rather just have a, a quick like hello and a photo at the beginning 
rather than what we got at the table. Sure. As far as a character experience. And then maybe like 10 to $15 less. So here's my take on this. Um, people like my family who haven't been to Disney in a year. Sure. Um, that I feel like if I put myself in their shoes, that the character interaction seems a little less, um, I guess, disappointing. Yeah. But I, for me, yes, I totally agree. Because just in February, we were hugging on, you know, Mickey and taking yeah. selfies with Goofy. Yeah, we went to Tusker House and it was a fantastic experience. Dancing with Daisy. Like, I just, so, but the thing is, I'm not going to lie. We get to consume Disney in a different way. Sure. And not super long ago. I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago. But do I feel like if you haven't been here in a year and, you know, you really want to get up close to the characters, is it worth it? I feel like it's it's hit or miss. It depends on the person. Well, uh, the way I look at this entire experience is the way that uh, my family looks at sushi. Oh. If you don't try it, don't <laughs> knock on it. Sure. So I encourage you guys out there to try this. See what you think of it. And then if you don't like it, then you don't have to do it again. Try the seasonal sushi. Definitely, yeah. Go to go to Minnie's Holiday Dine at Hollywood and Vine at Disney's Hollywood Studios. My goodness. I know, right? mouthful. Check it out. See what you like about the experience. Tell us if you think it's worth it. If you've done it, let us know. Um, send us a message on any of our social medias. You know, tweet at us, Facebook message us, send us a TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> but... Just tell us what you think. And if you go to experience us after you listen to our episode, let us know if you agree or disagree with us. So one thing I do have to say is, first off, um, I really, in, I did enjoy it. I think that it was a great experience yeah. for us. So I'm glad that we went. It's good to have characters back in some capacity. Yes. I do think that they can figure out a better way to do it. You're Disney. You can figure out a way to right. make a better experience for people who are hungry for it. Right. They're hungry for the magic. Um, but second, I just want to give a big shout out to my mom. Yes. Thank you for treating us to Thank lunch. Thank you, mom. We love you. We love you. And I do have to say the food was wonderful. Yeah. The Christmas ambiance and the music. You took the words right out of my mouth. Everything was wonderful. But what was most wonderful was the company, and we miss having you here already, and yes. we cannot wait to talk to you guys, um, my family, but also all of you who are listening about what that was like very soon. And mom, I'm not going to say why, but you know why, and you have no excuse to not come down here more often. Oh, uh-oh, you're called out. But <laughs> <laughs> again, guys, we had an awesome experience, and we can't wait to hear what you think about it. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and now the Amazon Music app. Also, be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, like a couple of Park Hoppers on Facebook, and join the now over 8,000 people and climbing follow us on TikTok. Again, keep an eye on all of our social media platforms for information on future contests. For easy access to all our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.